cliffcentral.com Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com Welcome back to Future CEOs here on Cliff Central and well, a fantastic conversation with those women. They really are powerful, aren't they, Luby? Yep. All right, let's uh, get that, that's a yip. That's a yip. We're going back into our next segment, and well, again, we welcome a fantastic guest into studio. Now, Sun Goddess is a brand that everyone should recognise, um, and really, uh, what, what do we call you guys? A fashion house icon? Is, is that Tundra? Is that is that uh, appropriate? No, no. I, I don't know. You know, um, we started uh, 16 years ago. And uh, we've been well supported by South Africa. Mm. And uh, because we're in it, you know, you, you can never become too ahead of yourself or get a big head. And uh, that, that's what business is about. So I, I'm just happy that there's been a strong um, response from South Africa as a whole. And uh, we remain humble and very focused in business as well. Well, I think what we must do is we must not just focus on Sun Goddess. And maybe we can talk a little bit about the history and, and some of the lessons that you learned through that, that journey. But there's m- much more to you. You're a lot more um, entrepreneur than just Sun Goddess. So let's go a little bit into that. Luby, by the way, by the way. I'm the outsider here. There's a relationship yeah. <laughs> that exists. So, Libby, you know some of the questions to ask. You, you know what, Gareth? You were spot on. You know, it, uh, this is this is my big brother. Yeah. So, tell us about the entrepreneurial spirit in your family, Tando, because that's where we both come from. Yes. Um, I, you know, um, I'm from Cape Town, as everyone knows, uh, Langa Guguletu. And uh, my dad basically started his business in 1972 and uh, with one butchery. And we've just done business for the last uh, 45 years. And it's, it's been, it's been fantastic. You know, being in business is a very large part of our identity mm. as the Mangalisos on the Cape Flats. And, uh, when, when, when I decided, when I came back from college, you know, for me, it was always going to be business. There was no other way. We were brought up in business. We were raised in business. And, Correct. um, business is, business is what we do, basically. So uh, w- when did you begin to identify yourself as a business person versus this individual who was in a college but then uh, could have gone career but could have gone entrepreneurial? When was when did it, the identity of businessman, entrepreneur first start? Give us a little bit of a story maybe. Well, I mean, I used to drive around with my dad in the Buckies and um, uh, from the age of about seven, eight years old. Okay, that young. And uh, yeah, I know. So we, you know, I... I, I for us, it was, like I said, our identity and the pride and wanting to continue the legacy that my father and my mother had laid down for us. Mm. And um, it's, it's just been a great journey. You know, for me, like I said, I was always going to be like my father, Mr. Mangaliso, and I'm Mr. Mangaliso now. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's the privilege of being in business. You know, people always talk of money, 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 money in business. But if all entrepreneurs are honest, in the last five years, there hasn't been that much money. Yeah. But uh, the dignity... The, 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 the respect. Yeah, you know, self-respect. And the privilege as well. Nice, privilege yeah. to be able to do what you set out to do 16, 17 years ago. And also the, the fact that when I walk into a room, I don't really have to introduce myself. Someone will know who I am. Mm. And then from there, you know, things unfold. Mm. Mm. So we always talk about on future CEOs, uh, Tando, skills or connections. You know what I mean? Because they're both important within the entrepreneurial space. When a son goddess, Tando Mangaliso, what do you believe in? What do you do? And if it's skills, what top three skills makes you succeed in business? I think it's a combination of uh, skill and uh, contacts. Uh, you've got to build skills. Skill takes time. Um, I think for me, um, I'm very good at retail. 
I've always loved having a shop. I love having staff. I love the tension that it comes with. I love interacting with clients. The privilege of being able to interact with some of the most uh, top of the range people in South Africa. Mm. Um, and like I said, just doing what I do and, um, and, and just being patient. You know, I'm, I'm 42 mm. years old now. I've been in business for the last 22 years and understanding that, you know, business takes time. And, 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 and also the connections as well, your supplier, how you build a supplier base, how you, you know, people come to me all the time. I want someone to make bags. And I'm like, look, you need to develop that relationship. Mm. I can give you the person, but you need to get with someone and teach them how to make your bags. And that's what it's about, you know. So connections, yes. Skill, yes. But more importantly, let's, you know, you've got to do business all the time. I love that idea of going to a supplier and, and, and you said teaching them. I guess we're not yes. talking about a relationship where you're wagging the finger kind of teacher. It's, a, it's definitely, look, you do this fantastically. Let's tweak it this way because that's the way we want our bags to look. I mean, imagine we did that with all of our suppliers, the, the great relationships that we'd, we, we would have. So you've You've spoken about this, um, really, a, a couple of things, but it centers on your skills, this idea of people. What was one of the earliest mistakes that you made when it came to people? Can you remember a story or an instance where you actually stuffed up? Oof, um, my brother and I, 1989, I think I was 14 years old. So our parents just, we, we never got proper training. You were just given uh, 50,000 rounds with a stock, which possibly is about a half a million rounds with a stock. Mm. And, uh, yeah, we lost, we lost about 80,000 rand back then. Oh, wow. And we trusted people. We were young and, yeah, we weren't focused. And then you realize that, no, you know, you've, 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 yeah, you've got to make sure that people are doing what they're doing. But we were young, you know, and learn from that experience. And like I said, um, when your dad is looking at you and saying, you know, you're supposed to be a boss, you're, you're going to take over from me. Mm. And then you're driven by fear and mm, that yeah. sort of thing. And then, yeah. like, you know, you, you shape up. And then that, that's when I realized, you know, most people, okay, I used to go to horse riding camp all the time, but in holidays, for me, it was always work. Mm. And, and I and, remember. Yes. Well, could we all tell you? I know. Always work. And, know, um, but my so parents true. paid us as well, which is very good. So I mm. made as much money as most adults. Mm. And that's what also drove me as well. But also taking responsibility for your actions at a young age. I think managing people, my, my biggest fear, yes, I was 13 years old, but I thought to myself, at some point, I'm going to have to manage these people. And my brother and my sister manage over 100 people in Cape Town, mm. very successfully. I, I, I can't imagine being 13 years old and looking out into the world and saying, I need to learn how to manage these people. <laughs> I mean, it's a remarkable story, a remarkable place that you, you started from. I told you. Yeah, you did. Family business, Tando, I know it's never easy. Um, what are the pressures of running and being part of a family business? Sibling rivalry, is there any working with your wife? Is there too much time with her? Is there too little time with her? Let's just grapple the family business concept. Yes. Family business is very, very, it's a very interesting dynamic. And, um, and so, 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 I mean, yes, we're both yes, from family yes, businesses. Yes, yes. So um, let's tell the, the our listeners. I, I think, um, you know, I look at the dynamic of my brother and my sister. We, who work together, very, very strong personalities. We actually have to separate, separate the business. Very strong My sister runs the business. My brother, he does all the marketing and all the purchasing. Mm. And then I come as an executive. But we understand that, you know, the business is quite big and, uh, it's, it's better that we all sort of get along. When we were younger, we used to f not fight a lot, but a lot of things said. Mm. Then what we realize is that when in the, in the heat of the moment, just step back, mm. just step back. You know, everyone get out of the shop. And then, you know, because tomorrow's another day mm. and um, I'm, I'm sitting here and I know that my businesses are being well run by my brother and my sister. I, I have I, great confidence in them. 
I, uh, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you, but no, I guess no. it really it comes together when you have a vision that you're united on, yes, really, doesn't yes, it? So yes. you can then have that breathing room to step back. But I guess that comes down to a lot of really good communication. Sorry, I didn't want to yes, interrupt you. Yes, yes, right? communication. I think communication is very, very important. Um, it is very difficult working with my wife all the time. But like I said, um, I know no other culture. Mm. My dad worked with my mom. A lot of the a lot of the businesses businesses in uh, the Western Cape are family run like that. Mm. So you all you sort of learn to go home, switch off, and then guess mm. what? We actually best friends, and then we've got to unwind and enjoy our, our company there as well. Mm. But um, fam, it's it's the only way for us. Mm. And like I said, that's the culture that I was brought up in. So um, when in life you've got to go back to what your traditions are and what you stand for and what your clan basically means. So I, I, I've got two questions. One of them is a little bit more focused on youth and, and your journey as a youth. But then just very quickly on this idea of working with your wife, give our future CEOs community are listening who have potentially started a business with someone very close to them. How, how do they deal with each other when the going gets tough? Um, so that their their home life is not compromised by the financial or business stresses that are existing um, in the business. I think um, at the age of 23, when I just graduated from university, I found Vanya mm. and I decided I was going to marry her. And um, you think of values. Um, you've got to look at the value system and, 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 and share the same philosophy in life. Mm. You know, money comes and goes, and I've seen lots of people get into business for the wrong reasons. So fortunately for us, we got into the business at the bottom end by mm. selling the clothes from my, the boot of my car. So, to, yeah, to so get, together and, together, and yeah. the, um, the same kind of value system, the same yes, philosophy, yes. that's a nice recipe. Eh? Yeah, no, you have to have the same value system. So when we're selling the stuff, you know, it, 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 it just started from the beginning. She didn't see me as a rich guy or I didn't see her as a rich person. And, you know, she's just wonderful in, the, in, in, in how she, incredibly intelligent um, and, and very, very diplomatic, mm. uh, a wonderful business partner. And, uh, yeah, just, just a, an amazing wife, I think. It, it, it sounds so good to be true, but I know it wasn't and I know it isn't. But I know that you're trying to leave a legacy for Abandonabe. Yeah. Definitely. Just as your parents did for you. Tell us what that means and... In terms of business strategies that you believe in, the value systems and disciplines that you would teach your children and you're teaching us future CEO communities, what are the things that are most important in business for you? And business leadership, Tando. Um, I think business leadership, um, you know, it, it, it's a tough one um, because in the country at the moment, you look at it, there's a vacuum across the board, whether it's in government and private sector. Uh, leadership is something that needs to be trained. I've got three young boys. And, um, you know, the problem is that boys especially are just left to their own devices. And then all of a sudden you've got to be a man. So mm. you've got to train leadership. You know, when you say be a man, you've got, you've got to train them to be a man. You've got to train them to be a leadership. What, what does it mean to, to be a man? To be a man, for example, for my boys, for example, mm. um, when the factory closes at five, they've got to be in the factory making sure that everything is tidied up and nobody's stealing. Mm. They can't leave their mother there uh, in the factory and with the workers. Mm. So it's things like that. It's like taking responsibility. You know, um, mm. you, you think of chores. Um, 
washing the car, sweeping. I don't give my son, my son, my son's 14. I've stopped giving him money two years ago. He's got to do his chores. He's got to take responsibility for himself. And that, that, that's what leadership is, you know? Um, and, and, and also, if you think academically as well at school, we, we've got quite a hot system going at the moment. Um, excellent is demanded and expected of them. Um, fortunately, I went with my, my daughter who's going to university. And the reality is that the university was saying, like, listen, there are 80,000 people trying to get into universities and there are only 7,000 places. She lives in Santon as a black girl. So you can imagine, um, 60% is the pass rate to get in for law, for example. Mm. And she might get 68, but they will give it to someone in Bulugwana with 52 mm. who has got no advantage and is going to take the skill back. Mm. So, you know, those sort of things. And, and, and I, mean, I mean, my daughter's only in Standard 7 now, but it's, it's, it's about getting them to think in a certain way and to take responsibility for themselves. And also, more importantly, the underlying theme in the Mangaliso education system is what is your contribution to society like and that. how are you going to make a difference? The Mangaliso education system, that, that, these are powerful words because I, mean, I look out right now at the Fees Must Fall campaign and there's, a, there's an outcry for parents to get involved. Why? Because it, it's quite obvious that um, in many ways there isn't a family education system that is happening in their homes, sometimes not because of um, anything that the students have done, rather because of the, the situation that they're in. But it, it's a remarkable, it is remarkable how much your family or at least some kind of structure can influence the rest of your life, the decisions you make. Especially when it's something based on something that's so can be given but not yet earned so easily like mm. education and that's why it, they're going to go far tell us more about the Mangalisa education phrase tell us more it's so stunning it's a philosophy that I grew up with um, my children work in the shop uh, Sundays and Saturdays it's just stunning it's like I, Gareth you don't understand he is basically telling you how we grew up. This is exactly yeah, how we grew up. I mean, we didn't go out with the weekends with our friends at 15, 16, 14. We were in the shop slaving away packers, whatever, whatever. But our work ethic is now, indestructible. Uh, and, and let me tell you, they, they, they are from a very strong family background as well in, in business. Their mm. grandmother was unbelievable. And they still have the shops there today. And, you know, you think of um, her sister, Namakula, and yeah. Thomas as well. Yeah. The, the, the success that they have become, you know, that's also based on strong values at home, mm. very good education. And also, you know, letting the black, guy, black child, excuse me, in the 80s, coming from the Cape Flats, the, uh, the ability to dream and to understand that anything is possible. You know what's so remarkable about sitting together with both of you here is there is a certain history here that people blame uh, for their lack of success. And I'm, I, I, look, I don't know what it was like to be an African or black individual in the 80s, but a lot of people blame that time. Um, for their lack of success now. You guys are sitting here saying, we worked damn hard and look where we are. And if anyone's looking up to you or listening to this, listening to the show, it is, it's hard work, yeah. discipline, slog, self-control. Uh, these are the, the, these are the real fundamentals of success, not, no, I don't know. I get so tired of these young people who think that they can make a loud noise and think that they are going to be successful. It's not nothing like that. Nothing. No, it's interesting that you say that because um, I interface and interact with a lot of uh, students, and more so now that we're part of the fashion council. So, mm. the notion of like when a young person says, "I want to work hard," I don't believe them. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm passionate. I don't believe them because you've got limited experience. And um, where have you worked hard? Mm. 
Yeah. You know, what, what, okay, working hard, what does it take? And it, it, it comes back to that when I was saying to my, when I train my kids, what working hard actually means. You know? Why are you saying it? Just show me, yeah. show me through words, you know? So, so, so I'll give you a classic work. case in point. We're doing, you know, I get these kids coming and I love it. Oh, I want to do it. I'm, <laughs> I want to change the world. Yeah. And yeah. we get a call from top billing three days ago. Like, listen, Miss South Africa is going to Miss World. Um, can you guys do it? Of course I can do it. There's no time. I, I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I want my, sh- my thing there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You explain to the kids that, listen, for the next three nights, we're leaving at 9 p.m. Mm. as opposed to 5. I will pay for your pizza and I will make sure that my driver drops you off at home. Mm. Okay. Then you watch a child from 200 k's from here change completely their face. They can't grapple with this idea. But then I say, but. Sissy, remember, you said you wanted to work yeah. hard. This is it. This is, this is the time. You said that yeah. you were passionate and you wanted to make a difference. This is it. Yeah. How do you get, get involved in a project that's going to be shown in this world when you are from the sticks? Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. So it comes down to that. When people say, I want to work hard, okay. And, 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 and what it takes. People don't understand what it actually takes to be an entrepreneur. And more importantly, do you, do you have the right to be an entrepreneur? Love it. Love it. You know, I'm not saying people mustn't be business people, but who are you? I, that has to be the, I think, the title for our next show. Do you have a right to be an entrepreneur? Love who, it. Who Love are you? Lisa. You know what's sad about um, me in, coming in here is that we've actually run out of time. Damn it. Damn it. No, no, I don't. I'll pick up again. Well, well we, definitely. We have to. You, you, have just, to. you know, Tando, you just, you are so humble, but you're so hard, and you have got such a fierce energy about where you want to go and what you believe in your brand. And 42 you years, girl. I, I 42 know, years. I'm, I'm, I'm not, no spring chicken. I'm not mm. trying to be like 29 or 20. That's I know, boring. I know. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what, Fortino, who have, I mean, you're my big brother. You know, I, I still look up to you and always will because there's something that has never lacked and it's a sense of pride and it's a oh. self of dignity and that will carry us until the day we die. You're like hiding under the No, table. baby, that's why you're my big brother. <laughs> no, no, that's no, why no. you're a future CEO's guest, expert guest. Guys, can I just say... Um, yeah. Before I finish, congratulations on your show. Thank you. And your success as well. Oh, thank you. You know, this is a very important show. I think um, we must never underestimate the power of what small business can do in South Africa mm. and the fact that it's the only way out. Thank you. Thank you so very much. And thank you to all of you for listening. We are going to be back next week, same time, same place, 1 p.m. Thursday with some more fantastic guests. I don't know if we're going to be able to top this. Listen to that podcast. uh, We will see you then. Future CEOs on cliffcentral.com. Cliffcentral.com.